Hello and welcome to episode 104 of the Atlanta Man podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rogers, and I'm back again with my good friend, Evan Etheridge. Evan, how you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Good, good, good week for the Braves. Um, just got just got back on vacation. So, yeah, vibes are vibes are really good right now. Um, yeah. How, how are you doing, bro? I'm doing well. Also, it was a fantastic week for the Braves. Um, they're on a six game winning streak. They are uh, five games up on the Marlins, eight games up on the Phillies, 12 and a half up on the Mets. So that's always good. Um, and yeah, it was a really good week for them. Uh, didn't start off great, which I will get into in a second. But uh Overall, you can't really ask for much more sweeping a four game series from the Rockies and then uh, also sweeping a doubleheader, too, which uh, is kind of hard to do in baseball. You just kind of assume doubleheaders are going to split most of the time and you're able to take care of business. So, uh, yeah, um, like we already mentioned, just a fantastic week for the Braves. But we'll we'll rip the bandaid off with the uh, game one against the Tigers, uh, which happened on Monday. And I don't know about you, but is it is this the worst loss of the season? Is it? This or the it's Oakland a, game? Yeah, this this and the Oakland game just um, you know, if if things were tighter, you would definitely, you know, look back and say, Man, like you let those get away. But but yeah, this this one was really bad. Yeah, I mean, it didn't help. They lost the day before too. So after this one, there was two in a row, um, which which kind of made it suck even worse. And then on Tuesday, the game gets rained out, so you have to wait a whole another day for them to redeem themselves, which that sucked too. But um yeah, we can talk about the game now itself. Um, really, the Braves were in complete and utter control of this game until the bottom of the ninth inning. Um, they were up five to two in the bottom of the ninth. They scored one in the second, two in the fifth, one in the sixth. Um, the Tigers just started to chip away though. It was it was five to nothing, um, or four to four to nothing at least. Um, Tigers get one in the seventh. The Braves get one in the top of the eighth, and the Tigers grab another one in the bottom of the eighth, and then. The ninth inning happened, and uh, Rysel Iglesias, man, he we had really been singing his praises uh, for a good few weeks, really, because he had been awesome, but he completely just implodes here. He goes single, homer, single, strikeout, ground out, single, single, strikeout. <laughs> and uh, that resulted in three runs for the Tigers, and the uh, game was tied heading into extra innings. So what was going through your head when Iglesias was just – completely melting down out there to uh, really just a bad Tigers lineup who at this point, I think the Tigers had lost nine in a row and it looked like it was just going to be an easy 10th loss in a row for them and another one for the Braves. But he, um, yeah, he was really bad. So what'd you think of him? Cause it's kind of unlike him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not like you look at a stat line and say, oh, okay, he walked a couple guys or anything. He, he was just getting hit hard. Like he yeah. was, he was throwing a lot of strikes and, you know, credit to the Tigers, man. They were super aggressive early in the counts and just, um, you know, they, they just beat up on Iglesias. I, I guess he just, you know, didn't have his bad stuff um, c- command wise and, and and was just kind of serving him up. Uh, I don't know if he, you know, kind of undermined the the Tigers lineup. I mean, that, that could be hard, to, you know, pretty easy to do, actually. So, um, yeah, credit to the Tigers here. They just I mean, they just came out just hitting and, uh, you know, luckily, you know, this game goes to extras and you're like, OK, you know you know yeah I, I just, you know, there's a chance still but just just a poor outing from Iglesias you know we've been praising him you know he's he's been really good um but yeah this is this was another you know shaky 
you know, opportunity for him, uh, five to two, you, you expect him to close the door, you know, every single time, especially against the Tigers. So. Yeah. It really sucked. Cause uh, he had, he had Zach short down to his last strike. And then he just kind of, this one wasn't really hit too hard. He's kind of flung a single into left, but still it scored. Um, I think they scored two runs to tie or just the one more, whatever it was It tied the game. Um, but yeah, five hits in one inning is tough. I saw some people kind of complaining about Snit not pulling him. I mean, I I guess, but whatever. It's he's your guy. Like it was just kind of it's kind of his inning, and he was close to getting out of it still with the win. Um, even though he he wasn't good, and uh, he did strike out. I think he struck out everybody except for yeah. He had two strikeouts still, but you know the home run, all that was bad. But yeah, you're right. The game wasn't over. They're able to hang on and force extras. Um, and then the top of the tenth, the brace was pretty bad. Uh, Darno grounds out, uh, productive out still to get uh, Hillier to his pinch running to third. And then Eddie hits a uh, kind of shallow fly ball to left. They send Hilliard. It looks like um, he might have got in there, but uh, Rage review it and he didn't get in there and it was a double play to end the inning. So that's like kind of something that the old Braves used to do when these extra inning rules were first put into place. Like in 2020, 2021, they just couldn't score on the top of the 10th. They've gotten a lot better at it, but that was just like kind of vintage Braves and extras of how that went down two two batters and three outs. So, uh, yeah, what'd you think of that? What'd you think of the send? Do you think they should have sent Hillier there or do you think they should have held him up at third? It's It was a tough call. Um, you know, with, with Ozzy coming up, yeah. I don't know. It, it was a tough call, and and that ball wasn't hit deep at all. Um, yeah. Pretty routine play for the left fielder. So, I mean, uh, I'm not gonna blame Ron here. Um, you know, I, Hillard's Hillard's quick, and it kind of looked like he got in there, but um, you know, after the after after the review, they just didn't have enough conclusive evidence to to overturn it. So, I wasn't upset with sending him. I mean, I kind of get it. Yeah, you're kind of pressing. Um, but yeah, it it just is what it is, man. Um, you know, I would have liked to see all the obvious come up and hit, but um, you know the way he's swinging the bat, but just just didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out, and uh, then in the bottom of the tenth, they bring in Jimenez, and uh, they bunt over the ghost runner to third. Then he gets a rocket line drive right to Ozzy, uh, for the the second out, or um, oh no, that was actually the first out because on the bunt Riley couldn't field it. Uh, so it was first and third, nobody out. That that stung because if yeah, if Riley fields that ball and then Ozzy gets that um line drive, the the game winning hit was just a regular fly ball that got down because they were playing so shallow to try to prevent him from tagging up. Um, so yeah, you never know what happens though. Uh, things change, but still that kind of that kind of sucked. But yeah, Torkelson hit the walk off. Uh, it was just like a normal fly ball to center. Uh, but Harris is playing so far in that it just gets down, and that was the ball game. And uh, yeah, that that's, that just sucked. <laughs> that's yeah. really all, all you can say about it. I mean, really, uh, from innings one through eight, we're pretty good. I mean, I know, um, I think uh, McHugh knows Mentor and um, yeah, Mentor and McHugh or Anderson and McHugh. Sorry, both gave up a run too. So this was kind of all in the bullpen. Charlie went five point two shutout. That sucks for him. Um, that they didn't get the get it done for him, but uh. Yeah, also in this game, one last thing we need to talk about was Ozuna getting hit on the hand. Um, looked kind of bad in the moment, but he's he ended up missing um, game one of the doubleheader on Wednesday and played game two, and he's played every game since. So uh, that was kind of scary in the moment that he might be out, but with the way he's been swinging it, but um, he uh, ends up being fine. 
Um, but yeah, Michael Harris had a home run in this game. We'll talk about him more. Uh, so he had a great week again. So yeah, we can move on to uh, the next games now. Um, these were a lot better for the Braves. Um, game two, game one of the doubleheader on Wednesday, they went 10 to seven. And this one was actually looking pretty bleak at, at the start. Uh, they went down four to nothing in the second inning. Spencer Strider, back-to-back, just complete duds. We can just talk about him now. Um, five innings pitched, five earned runs, um, three homers, which I think that's his career high um, in home runs, and uh, six strikeouts, two walks. His ERA is now up to 412, which <laughs> that's not something you thought you would see because before that start against the Mets, his ERA was like 297. <laughs> so just two just complete duds, and all of a sudden his ERA starts with a four. Uh, so are you worried about Strider at all? Um, he pitches tomorrow night against Philly. Um, but yeah, like from watching him, do you worry about him at all? Because he hasn't looked as sharp, but I still think um, I still think he's going to be fine. I, I don't know. What about you? Yeah, um, he has looked really shaky. Um, I think he's just serving, you know, he just has a little command issue right now. Um, you know, he's still got the stuff, but just, just being a two-pitch pitcher, um, you know, that can sometimes come back to bite. Like, yeah, you know, players starting to figure him out. Teams starting to get, you know, statistics statistics on him. Um, you know, we'll see if he can bounce back against Philly. Um, I know he pitched pretty good against Philly last time. Um, so yeah, yeah. Looking, looking for a bounce back. But yeah, the, the homers do worry you. I mean, he's given up a home run in six straight appearances. So yeah, know, that's, that's that's unlike Strider. So, you know, hopefully he can he can limit the damage, limit the big innings, because um, right now that seems to be hurting him. Yeah, definitely. And the two-pitch thing is, like, a factor, because it's really been the fastball. Like, the velocity hasn't been there as much. And when you can't locate it, and lo- bad location doesn't mean you're just missing and throwing balls. It also means you're missing right over the middle of the plate, and he's missed on a few of them. I know Torkelson took him deep again. Um, He kind of killed the Braves in this series. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean – Last two starts between the Tigers and Mets, nine innings pitched, 13 earned runs. That's a 13 ERA. <laughs> big, big math guy right here. That was easy to do. But, um, yeah, uh, it's it's been pretty rough. And uh, But fortunately for him, really it's crazy, though. He pitched nine innings, 13 earned runs, past two starts, and the Braves have won both of them. Uh, that's kind of crazy. He gets the most run support in the league, I bet. I mean, the last two starts, he's gotten 23 runs. <laughs> that's pretty wild. But, uh, yeah, the Braves come storming back. Um, in the third, Ronald Acuna hits like a one-handed homer to dead center, which was pretty silly. Um, that was his first homer of the day. He hit one in game two, also. And then uh, Michael Harris had a huge double that uh, I believe put the Braves up. Uh, they ended up scoring five runs in the fifth to make it seven seven to four. And um, from that point on, the Braves tacked on three more. The Tigers also tacked on three more, but they were able to hold on, win ten to seven. They did use Iglesias again in the bottom of the ninth, and he gave up another run. Uh, things kind of got a little scary with him again, but uh, he's able to hold on and uh, keep them right there and uh, only give up the one run. Still give up three hits, though, which uh not great from him, but still Braves win 10 to 7. Um, really nice offensive game. You know, Harris was good. Acuna. Um, Harris had another homer in this game. Forgot to mention that. Um, but yeah, what do you think about the offense in this one? Because really from this point on and from this week, the offense has been about as good as you could possibly ask. It's like video game stuff. So what do you think about them in this one? Yeah, the offense is raking. I mean, what a way to stay in this game. Go down 4 nothing, uh, super early in this game. Acuna, Arcia, and Michael Harris uh, combined for eight, nine hits. So those three players just yeah. carried the weight, you know, 
they had four, six, let's see, 10 RBIs or nine <laughs> RBIs in between the guys. So nine hits, nine RBIs between those three. Um, yeah. It's really carrying the weight, man. Just this, this offense is the best in the league. I mean, top yeah. to bottom, not a weak spot. So, uh, you know, shout out to them. It really, really feels good. Um, you know, losing that first game, then going down four nothing early, just you know, it felt bad, very bad, especially after losing that Nationals game. Um, but yeah, to come back and win this first game of the day um, was awesome. Yeah, it was, especially going down. But really, like in that third inning, it just uh, something clicked, and since then, it's been a slugfest for the Braves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny because this next game is like their weakest offensive game since and they scored six runs. Uh, they won six to five. Uh, they're the ones that actually went up early in this one. They went up three to nothing. Uh, Dylan Dodd ended up starting this game as like the 27th man for the doubleheader because uh, they kind of got put in a rough spot with the doubleheader. They wouldn't they would have had to have uh, bring up a guy and option somebody for uh, the Rocky series if they hadn't have brought up Dodd. So they kind of uh, had to do this. And he was bad. Four innings pitch, five earned runs. But um. The offense bailed him out in this one as they've continued to do. Ozzy hit a homer off Michael Lorenzen. Ronald Acuna hit a absolute bomb to dead center on maybe one of the worst curveballs I've ever seen. <laughs> and then um, Eddie Rosario hit the eventual game winner um, in the six to make it six to five. Um, but yeah, Dylan Dodd gave up a grand slam to tie the game at five. That one sucked. Or not a grand slam, it was a three-run homer, but they did score four runs in the in the fourth inning. But um, yeah, we're not going to talk too much about Dodd. He's just he wasn't supposed to start this game and um, it's kind of did it out of necessity and uh, he's really just not part of the plan. Um, but yeah, bullpen was lights out though. Colin McHugh comes in three shutout innings from four strikeouts. He was great. Um, and the bullpen have been so taxed between the first game and then they had to throw a lot of innings in game one because Strider wasn't great. Um, but then Joe Jimenez goes 1.2 shutout against his old team. And then AJ Mentor came in and got the last out, struck him out. Uh, so the bullpen was perfect. Offense was good. And um, yeah, on the only weak link was Dylan Dodd, and they were able to overcome that. So, what do you think about this? Because I was just happy they swept the swept a doubleheader. I feel like the Braves never sweep doubleheaders, so it felt good. Yeah, this one came. This one felt really good to come back and win the series. Um, yeah, like McHugh was the player of the game for me. Three yeah. innings, zero hits, four strikeouts. I mean, he threw forty-four pitches. Like, dude was really, really, you know, saved the bullpen kept the Braves in the game and, and just, um, you know, shout out to him, man. He, he was awesome. So, um, yeah, the offense came out early. Acuna, like you said, homered in the first game, homered in the second game. I think he's done that five times now in 16 career doubleheaders. Um, yeah, his so doubleheader numbers are insane. <laughs> he's he's awesome. Uh, and, and the Rosario in the sixth, the, the game-winning home run uh, in the sixth inning was was awesome. Rosario has been on the way go. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about him. I got a Otani stat. Um, oh, Otani stat for you. Um, okay. A little bit, but yeah, this game was, was really fun, really tight again. Um, and, and the bullpen really just shut the door from the six on. Yeah. They didn't give a base runner at all. Yeah. So five perfect innings from the bullpen with uh six strikeouts. Take that every single time. And uh, yeah, it is worth saying this Tigers lineup is like the worst in baseball. Um, so they said so they still pretty had a pretty good series on the whole. I mean, what they score, they scored what six in game one, seven in game two, and five. The pitching was not great, really, except for this like bullpen spurt here at the end. Charlie Morton was good in game one, too, but 
yeah, kind of a disappointing um, series from the pitchers, but didn't really matter. They still took two out of three, and uh, you take that every every single time, pretty much. Um, you know, it sucks losing game one, but um, still, you gotta. It's just gonna happen throughout the course of the season. You're gonna have some brutal losses, and that was just one of them. Um, but yeah, we can move on to the Colorado series, and this, like, I don't, I've never seen a team get dominated so badly in a four game series. Yeah. It was unbelievable the Braves win game one um eight to eight to three uh Rockies actually did lead in this game one to nothing but then the Braves scored five runs in the second um Pilar had an RBI double and then Ozzy had a three-run double and uh they ended up getting five in the inning Rockies do tack on a couple in the fourth and fifth but so did the Braves um I believe yeah Matt Olson hit a super long home run late in this one um I think Michael Harris had a sack fly and uh AJ Smith Schauber Pitched pretty good. Uh, finally gave up an earned run, which um, that was going to happen eventually. They gave up a couple of homers, but still 5.2 innings pitched, three earned runs, six strikeouts, solid start. Um, you'll take that from him. And then um, speaking of saving the bullpen some more, Michael Tonkin, 3.1 innings out of the bullpen, gets the three-inning save. I think that was his first career save. That was cool for him. And really, you couldn't have drew it up any better. Um, only using two pitchers in this game. It worked out perfectly for Snitker. Um, so, yeah, offense was really good. Um, only game this series, I think, where they didn't score double digits, which is uh, pretty wild. But, um, yeah, uh, what would you think about this game? Because it was just really breezy after that five running in the second. Yeah, so a little bit before this game, um, Snicker kind of flipped the lineup up a little bit. And he yeah. threw, threw Ozzy at the two slot and dropped Olsen down to the five slot. So, you know, this was kind of interesting, but I like it. Like Olsen is batting 230 right now. He's, you know, you know, all or nothing. Like he swings hard. If he connects, it's gone, you know, or extra base. Like, but he strikes out a lot. His average yeah, is not very good. He's I got really, the Joey Gallo going big time this year. Yeah. I, I saw a, a comparison um, to, to Matt Olsen. It was actually Adam Dunn. Like, I think I saw that too, actually. Yeah. That's pretty it, accurate. <laughs> it, was spot, it was very spot on, like 854 yeah. OPS. Um, you know, going to hit home runs and, and you know, not really bad for average, which is fine. We knew what we were signing up with Olsen. We thought, you know, with the with the shift, it would kind of help his average come up a little bit. And it hasn't at all. It's gotten worse. It's kind of kind of crazy. Yeah. So, you know, something to keep your eye on, Ozzy up at the two slot. You know, the way he's been swinging the bat, I really like it because, you know, Ronnie's going to get on base. And, um, you know, you, you kind of like having a contact hitter after Acuna. Um but yeah, this game, all in all, eight runs. Smith Shalver almost going six, giving up three. Um, you know, you'll take that every day. So and then and then Tonkin just fantastic out of the bullpen. Like yeah. I think this was the ninth straight game the Braves have played. Um and so so for him to come in and, and, and really save the bullpen and just just eat some innings up was was awesome. So yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the Olsen Albi swap because I totally forgot about it. Honestly, these four games have just it's worked out so well. It just kind of seems like this is what they're gonna do now. But um, yeah, it reminds me of when like in the 2019 team when Ozzy was the two hole hitter um every every day pretty much. And uh, you know, the having um like Ozzy down the lineup, I think that what they tried to do with Olsen was kind of just slot him in at two where Freddie was. But even last year they tried to do that, and then by the end of the season, Damsey was a two hole hitter. And he was two holder for really most of the second half, and I think they had Olsen batting cleanup, um, not fifth. But um, yeah, I, I like the move. 
Um, Ozzy has been out of his mind. Like his season now just looks like his numbers are really good. He leads the NL in RBIs. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty crazy. And like he's got an 831 OPS. He said 17 homers. He's on pace for about 40 homers. Ozzy Albies, which is insane. He's been so good. Um, the lefties, man. Olsen's been good all year. He's been solid, but you know, with uh, left-handed Ozzy coming around, Eddie, Michael Harris, it really has just unlocked this lineup. And um, yeah, they they are great, and um, they continue to be great. Game two, as uh, the Rays went eight to one, I was wrong. They did. They they only scored eight in this one. I thought they scored ten in this one for some reason, but still eight to one, a blowout win on a Friday night game. Um, Jared Schuster pitching this one. One of his better starts, I think, 5.2 innings pitched and one earned run. Still only two strikeouts and three walks. You don't love that, but he's been he's been good. Like his ERA is starting to get into a respectable place, four, five, seven. Um, the other numbers aren't great. His peripherals and stuff like that. Like uh his strikeouts per nine is five, his walks per nine is four point eight. So it's pretty much one walk went for every strikeout, <laughs> which you don't like that really, but He's been getting away with it. He's only given up two homers this year, too, which is a not a small thing. He keeps the ball in the yard. Um, so, yeah, if we can keep on doing this until Frieder Reich gets back, we'll take it. But he's, he's been good. But, uh, yeah, the offense, again, is going to kind of get repetitive um, with, with these games. But Travis Darno, I did not know he had that in him, that first homer. 474, and that was his yeah. 100th career homer. I did not. No offense to Travis Darno. Um, he's really good, but I did not think he had that in the tank because that was unreal. Like I did, yeah, that was like Ronald Acuna level, and old man Darno just cranked one, and then he did uh, hit another one like two innings later into the Hank Aaron Terrace. Um, so he was player of the game pretty much with those two homers, and that's really all the Braves needed. Uh, they got three more in the fourth inning. Um, yeah, he was he was awesome. Eddie hit a home run in this game. Eddie hit a lot of home runs in this series, which we'll get to. But um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this one? Because it's really just another easy win. Yeah, Schuster, you know, did enough. He was he was fine. Like, no complaints there. I think his last six starts, he's gone five innings and hasn't given up more than three runs in, in each of those uh, starts. Yeah. So, you know, while right, uh, I'm sorry, right and Frieder out, you will take that all day. Just, um, just get us through five, and I think the offense will take care of the rest. Like, they're going to score more than three almost guaranteed. So, yeah. um, but yeah, this game, like, let's see, Rosario, Darno twice, just the long ball was really working. I mean, complete domination to go up eight, nothing in the fourth. Like this was just in cruise control after that. Um, we got to talk about Ben Heller. Yeah. I, I just pull up his page. I just clicked on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead and read me the, read me the stats for Ben Heller. Cause he might be the best reliever in baseball so far. And this is a very small sample, but he has pitched in two games. He has pitched in three innings. He has eight strikeouts, zero earned runs, uh, has given up two hits. And uh, let's see, has he walked anybody? He's walked one guy, uh, zero ERA. His FIP is negative (laughs) 0.06, which is ridiculous. Um, It's only three innings, but – yeah, we did. We forgot to talk about Jesse Chavez, who this is the reason Ben Heller is on the team right now. Uh, Chavez got hit in the leg by Miguel Cabrera on a comebacker. Uh, he's on the IR right now. He's going to be fine. Um, there's no like broken bone or anything. It's just uh, I think it's swelled up pretty good. So they had to put him on the 15 day. But it looks like uh, they got a perfectly good replacement for him. This guy with those gas, I think it was topping out at 98 yesterday. He's got a pretty nasty wipeout sweeper. 
to go along with it. And um, yeah, pretty cool for him. He hadn't pitched since 2020. And now all of a sudden he's in the big leagues and so far so good. Eight strikeouts and three innings and no earned runs. Um, It's pretty good. But it had me thinking um, the wheels were turning in my head. Like where are the Braves going? Who are the Braves going to option when Jesse's back? I know. Is it, are they going like, to just cut Kirby Yates or something? I mean, even he hasn't been like terrible. Like there really isn't just like a terrible reliever in the pen. That's just easy to get rid of right now, which is a good problem to have. But even like um, Dylan Lee's been out for a long time. And I think he's like on the verge of coming back to you. Like what, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, yeah. Cause like Tonkin, you don't option him. He just had a great outing. McKee, you're not optioning him. Obviously like a Glacius and mentor aren't going anywhere. So, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. It'll be very interesting to see. Like, you don't want to option Joe Jimenez right now. He's been pitching good. So, yeah, it's a good problem to have. But, um, yeah, Ben Heller, man, shout out. Was not expect. I think the Braves traded for him, like, just a few weeks ago, too. He was on the Rays. I think they traded cash for him. So, um, yeah, can't say much more. He's He was really good. And maybe then give him some high leverage spots and see what he's really made of. Because he's working against the Rockies, which, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. The Rockies look god awful this series, but uh, yeah. You got any more Ben Heller takes you want to go for chess? Is this where your Otani stat comes in <laughs> with Ben Heller? No, 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 no. I don't. <laughs> That'll be a little bit later. But okay. uh, yeah, shout out to the Braves, man. Just just a dominant win. Eight eight one mm-hmm. on the Rockies, putting away these bad teams that we talked about on the schedule. Man, you got to take care of business. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll move on to the next game now. Yeah, and uh, next game, even more dominant. They went ten to two. Uh, they went out in front um, nine to nothing in the first three innings. They scored four in the first, all on one swing. Uh, Matt Olson hit a opposite field grand slam on a 3-0 count. That was nice to see him going the other way. Just got a fast right down the middle and crushed it. And really, I, when I was watching the game, I was like uh, in my head, I was just like, oh, this game's over. <laughs> like four to nothing in the first. I had just, there was not an ounce of me that thought that um, there was going to be any kind of ball game because. I, I feel bad for Connor Siebold that he was the starter for the Rockies in this game. And I think um, Eddie and Arcia went back to back, I think. And after uh, Arcia hit his for the second of the back to back, I just felt bad because <laughs> <laughs> three innings pitched nine hits, nine runs, four homers. I felt bad, but um, you got to do what you got to do, man. You got to take care of business. And the Braves did. Uh, yeah, Olsen Homer, like I said, Eddie and Arcia went back-to-back. Arcia had a double. I think what Arcia had, what, three hits in this game? Yeah, he's unreal uh, still. Um, but, yeah, really just a game was over in the first inning kind of game. Um, I don't know if you have any hot takes about this one, but Elder Elder looked good after kind of having some rough outings, so that's a positive. Six innings pitch, one earned run from him. So, yeah, what would you think about this one? Yeah, not not much to say, just just complete just – complete. Offense domination, you know, Elder was good. Um, yeah. Bullpen was good. Like, nothing, nothing to say there. Yeah. Just a complete <laughs> and utter blowout. Um, yeah. Shot to the offense again. We'll keep saying it. And then for game four, this was their, I guess, the exclamation point for the offense as they, they go down five nothing in this game, actually, which uh, Charlie Morton looked pretty rough. In those yeah. first two innings, when he gave up the, f- the five runs, um, Arcia had a pretty rare error, which uh, kind of cost him. Um, but Morton did settle in, and then uh, they went down five nothing. And then, really in a blink of an eye, the Rays were just dominating this game again. Um, Eddie hit a three-run homer in the bottom of the second to cut it down to two. 
Uh, they add one on in the, th- in the third. Uh, yeah, that was an Eddie single. So at that point, it was Rockies five, Eddie four. <laughs> and then um, in the bottom of the fourth, Ozzy stays hot. He hits a three-run homer. And really, within 30 minutes of being down five to nothing, it's seven to five breaks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, in the fifth, Michael Harris hit a crazy long um, three-run homer to make it 10 to five. That, I think the ball went like 450 feet or something, something crazy. Um, like hit the stairs that you have to walk up to the chop house to. You don't really see balls hit there too often. Um, and then in the six, it's hard to keep up with all of the, all the what what happened. But yeah, I mean, Eddie hit another home run later in the game. Uh, they end up scoring fourteen. They win fourteen to six. Michael Harris had a five hit game, uh, five for five, three RBIs. His numbers are like actually like his numbers look like very respectable now. He's like fully back. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Eddie, he like yeah, you can't. He had six RBIs in this game. Um, everyone had a hit except for Austin Riley. Let's talk about Austin Riley. Yeah, it's been bad. Um, he went zero for six in this one. He really didn't have any fun on the weekend with everybody else because pretty much every. I know like Ronald kind of had a quiet series, but I think he got walked like five or six times in the series. So I think the Rockies just weren't fooling with him. Um, but like literally everybody else, maybe not Sean Murphy because Sean Murphy did get hurt, which we'll talk about in a second. But Riley, man, uh, he's the below average hitter on the season now. He's got a 99 OPS plus, and he's batting three hole every single day. So, yeah, are you worried about him? Like, I don't, I don't even know because it seemed like he was getting it going in that Mets series, and since then he's just done nothing. So I don't know. Yeah, you know, ever since he signed that contract, he really just hasn't been the same. Like, so here's some stats. Since August 1st of 2022, he's played 122 games. He's got a 746 OPS, 105 WRC+. He's striking out 24% of the time. Just, it's not good. You know, that's super average. Just like, it's not what you expect from your everyday third baseman who's batting third, you know, fourth sometimes. I think, honestly, I think he needs to be dropped down to the fourth spot. Because Murphy seen, bats third, yeah. Have you seen his stats when he bats fourth? Um, I have not. Really. It is super. Let's see. So batting third, he's batting two thirty eight. Is um, this his career or just this year? This is his career. Okay. The so career batting third, he's batting two thirty eight with a. I got to pulled up. Yeah, so so it's, you need you need to get the get the like OPS plus stats and stuff, but he's batting two thirty eight yeah. third and three fifty fourth, like just really weird splits. Yeah, seven seven fifty nine OPS in the three hole, and then batting cleanup, it's a nine fifty four. Yeah. So and pretty good pretty good sample. It's like both of them like um, batting third, it's one hundred and sixty seven games, and batting fourth is one fifty seven. So it's like a full season of each, like a pretty large sample. And batting for 39 homers, 119 RBIs. Batting 30 still has 33 homers, but you know, batting average is way down on base is way down. His OPS plus in that is 84, which is bad. And then in the four hole, it's 128. So yeah. I yeah, think so I think that's the play. Murphy third when he's healthy, and then Riley fourth. I think that's you gotta you gotta shake him, you gotta move him somehow. You can't just keep doing this, you know. Yeah. Like it just yeah, you gotta do like they already did the shake with Olsen and Albies, which that seems to work because Matt Olsen's been on fire in the five hole so far. I think he had he had two hits in this game too, and he's been walking like crazy. And Ozzy's obviously been on fire. So 
I do think, I mean, and Murphy's just, Murphy's been like the second best hitter on the team this year. It's not crazy to have him batting third every day. So, um, yeah, I think that is the move because yeah, his numbers, man, it's just not what you, not what you want from Austin Riley. Cause you know, he, like that, like, yeah, like he said, from August 1st last year, that July he had a year ago was like, maybe I think it was like the best month in Braves history. I think like only like Hank Aaron and Chipper Jones had a better month than Austin Riley did. And um, since then, he's just he's been mid, which I hate to say, but he has. Yeah, been. It, it, it's pretty funny. We're we're arguing over the offense right now when uh, they throw up 14, 10, 8, 8, 6, yeah. 10. But like we're just nitpicking here. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I say try something. I mean, it you can throw these guys in any order you want and you know, they're still going to give you six runs like no matter yeah. what. So I think just just toying around with stuff like the the Albies and Olsen thing and, and seeing if it works because – you know, you can get more out of it, you know, if, if something clicks or or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I think you need to shake it up a little bit because I know I know Riley doesn't want to, like, take rest days and sit and you know, do yeah. this all. No, he likes I to think, play every day. Yeah. So I think just like switching it up a little bit, try it, see if it works, man. Like, got nothing to lose. Yeah. And you're right. We're on nitpicking because, I mean, he, he was bad this year, but it just didn't even matter at all. But like, he could have. He had like a couple of hits. I think they're both singles. He could have just stood there and took three strikes down the middle every at bat he took this series, and the Braves still would have swept the Rockies. Like he didn't have to do anything when everybody else is this good. Like I'm just looking at the lineup page on Baseball Reference, and you know you got Sean Murphy 919 OPS, Matt Olson 850, Ozzy Albies 831, Orlando Arcia 890, Eddie Rosario is up to 816. <laughs> Um, Michael Harris, it's 709, but it's like a really good 709 with how bad he was and how good he looks now. Ron Acuna, 964, Marcelo Zuna, 803. And then you got Austin Riley, who is 748. And then even on the bench, like Pilar's 818, Darno 773. Like it's the lineup's insane. Their team OPS is 818. That's like yeah. a really good hitter. <laughs> That's the average of the team. But yeah. Like, uh, you can't really ask for much more, but with Riley, you expect it because past two years, he's been just one of the best hitters in the league. So um, I think he's not this bad. I think he'll turn around. He might not be as good as he was um, in 2021 and the first half of 2022. But, um, yeah, I, I I think he'll turn around somewhat, but uh, it is tough. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I guess the last thing from this is that um, Sean Murphy did, like, tweak his hamstring a little bit in game three, I believe. Um, so they had to call up Chadwick Trump. Uh, did you see the Charlie Culberson thing? The sad mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, that made that I felt bad. Um, Culberson had to get DFA'd for Trump to join the team to have a backup catcher. And Charlie Culberson's dad was supposed to throw out the first pitch on Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> they, they replaced him with Michael Harris's dad, which that made me sad because I, I mean, Culberson, man, I mean, Kind of, kind of cool, kind of not. Just being on the team for like what a month and just not playing, but you're still collecting big league checks. So it's just like he was just chilling for a month, just being yeah. good vibes. And um, he's gone now. He might end up back with the Braves because I don't know if anyone's going to pick him up. He might end up back in AAA because uh, I don't think I don't know if anyone's dying to pick up Charlie Culberson. But uh, that made me feel bad for him and his dad that he didn't get the first pitch. Yeah, um, feels bad, man. <laughs> they had Michael Harris's dad ready. He was the he was ready in the pen for, for the first pitch. But um yeah, that that was that was kind of sad. But yeah, I think um Murphy 
don't think they're up to put him on the IL. I think they're just going to – he might not play tomorrow, but I think he'll play sometime this week, and then they can uh, send back down Trump and call up somebody. Oh, did you see that we signed Jesus Aguilar this week? Yes, I did. Another, another maybe, uh, maybe, right-handed bat. Yeah, maybe um, call him up when you need to send Trump down because you kind of do need a backup infielder on the roster just in case someone gets hurt. But, like, that's what Culberson was, and he didn't play for a month. Like at all, he didn't get in the game at all. I thought he might get in one of these games this weekend and pitch, <laughs> um, and he didn't. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's uh, it from this week. We can look at the uh, schedule a little bit now ahead. And interesting week for the Braves. They're facing two red hot teams, um, the Phillies and the Reds. Uh, the Phillies have also won six straight, and uh, what's their record exactly? They are thirty eight and thirty four. They've won six in a row, just like the Braves. Uh, sucks for them. They've won six in a row and are still eight back, haven't gained any ground in the division. Um, same with the Marlins. The Marlins have won four in a row. Like I think the three best teams in the NL this month have been the Braves, Marlins, and Phillies. Yeah, the Braves have won 13 of 15. Phillies have won 13 of 15, and the Marlins have won 12 of 15. The NL beast, baby. There we are. It, um, I, 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 it, it kind of sucks for us, too, because we really could like kind of put it away right here if they wouldn't have been on fire. But it uh it really sucks for them. Like it's got to be demoralizing when you've won thirteen of fifteen and you're still eight back. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm sure they're yeah. Th- this is gonna be a, this is a big series because the Phillies we're gonna get their best shot in this one. Um, it's on the road. Um, we're on we're the pitching matchups. I know um Ranger Suarez pitches tomorrow for the uh, Phillies. Which do you think Eddie will play tomorrow against the left? Do you think they'll go with Pilar? I think you have you to cannot, keep Eddie, right? You cannot sit Eddie right. Yeah. Now. He, he, dude, okay, I'll throw out this stat now. So he is tied for the most home runs in June in Major League Baseball with Shohei Otani. He's got, they both have eight home runs right now. Like, you're not <laughs> sitting. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they should either. Um, cause I think he did miss game one of this series, I think, cause they had a lefty throwing, the Rockies did, and they played Pilar. It was either game one or two. So I don't know if they'll do that anymore. I don't think you can right now cause he's just like, NLCS Eddie right now, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think um they're gonna get Suarez, Taiwan Walker, and um Zach Wheeler. I think could be wrong, but I know for sure Wheeler or um, Walker and Suarez are pitching. Um, and then the Reds, who are super interesting and like super fun. Um, Ellie De La Cruz is electric. Uh, right now he's since he's came up, the Reds have just been awesome. And right now the Reds are two games over five hundred, just pretty crazy, and they're only a half game out of their division. Um, so yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot different Reds team than the one we swept at the beginning of the season in Atlanta. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm like just excited to watch the Reds in that series too. See how they look against the Braves, who are like really good. They just swept the Astros in Houston, so they're no joke. Um, so yeah, two red hot teams the Braves are facing. I think where the Reds have won Reds have won eight in a row. So yeah, they kind of like a light week a few weeks ago when both the teams were struggling, and now they're both on fire. So. Uh, definitely like a nice little test for the Braves. All games are on the road, so yeah. Uh, what do you think about what do you think about the Reds and the Phillies? Because two interesting teams for sure. Yeah, yeah, gonna be gonna be some fun series. Uh, Phillies are looking better. Um, Phillies are looking really good actually, and and, and yeah. the Reds. I remember earlier in the year we we ended up sweeping them, but every single game was a one run game. So yeah, it was. Yeah, super tight games. Everybody be on the lookout for De La Cruz. He is electric, fastest man in the world. 
self-proclaimed. Um, yeah. but he's, he's legit. He's like, if, uh, O'Neill Cruz could bat for average, like this dude's legit. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. Um, the Reds got a lot of rookies right now that are just raking and, uh, they got some pitchers too. They got Hunter green. Uh, they got, uh, Graham Ashcraft. So they got some, they got some arms too. Um, but yeah, interesting to see, uh, schedule is still like kind of light. I am looking forward to not this weekend, but next weekend it is the Marlins in Atlanta for three. And uh, with the way things are looking, that's going to be a big series. Weekend set, I'm excited for that. Um, but that's that's a little bit too far ahead. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. But yeah, I mean, the I still think the Braves are definitely better than the Phillies and the Reds, but still they're on the road and they're teams that are playing really well and the Braves are going to get their best shot. But right now, the Braves have the second best record in baseball. I think they, uh, they had been behind the Rangers for a good bit, but they finally passed the Rangers. Only the Rays are better. The Rays are three and a half games better than the Braves right now. So they are on fire. And, uh, yeah, definitely the best team in the National League, too, with the way the Dodgers are looking. Dodgers yeah. are looking pretty bad. Yeah. So, and yeah. just to, you know, just to harp on this some more, like, to not have your best two pitchers, like, the starting pitching has not been very good, but just the offense and the bullpen have just been absolutely carrying this. So, like, the Braves starting pitcher, this was this was uh, after the game on Thursday the Tigers um or was that that was this was after the first Rockies game so we had we were the Braves starting pitching ERA in June is 638 worst in Major League Baseball and they were 10 and 3 the best in baseball now they're 13 and 3 in June um they got some better starting pitching since then so that's good yeah so their ERA has dropped a little bit but but just to say that I mean it just it just shows that this bullpen is ridiculous. The yeah. offense is ridiculous. And the Holden, starting yeah, pitching staff. Oh, so yeah. you broke up. I thought you were done talking about it. <laughs> no, you're good. But you just, just to really hold it together without, without your best two pitchers, um, arguably is, is phenomenal. And, yeah. And, you know, to get Michael Harris, Michael Harris is cooking right now. Um, yeah, he's fully back. Ozzy's swinging it. Well, um, I really just want to see, you know, Olsen, you know, Olsen's still getting on base a little bit, but uh, Olsen, I'll see that average come up a little bit and, and Riley start hitting a little bit better. You know, that's really the only two negatives about this offense. Like, everybody is absolutely slashing. And so, yeah, uh, yeah exciting. You know, this week was really, really good. Um, you know, just like last week, we ended on a loss. This week, we start with a loss and and went out. So, another mm-hmm. another streak for the Braves, baby. Yeah, the thirteen and two and last fifteen is no joke. Um, I saw that they had scored fifty six runs in their last fifty innings. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, their run differential now is exactly plus one hundred too. So that's cool. Um, that's like that's how you know like that's the elite threshold if you get over a hundred. And I I'm ex- I'm expecting them to just keep on growing that run differential. Um, but yeah, I think we covered it all, man. We could kind of go on all day about the bats and some of these bullpen arms and, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. They're like the one last point, like Fried and Strider are gone and not Fried and Strider, Fried and Wright have been out and Strider like has a four twelve ERA. If you told me that on June 19th, like Fried and Wright made like what eight starts combined or something. And Strider has a four twelve ERA. I'm like, what the hell? I hope yeah. they're 500 <laughs> <laughs> right? and they're 20 games over. So. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. They're they're playing extremely well. So, 
yeah, uh, I think we can get out of there on that on that note. Um, unless you got any uh, any final final opinions you wanna you wanna shoot off. I do not, man. Big big series against the Phillies starting tomorrow. I know the Braves yeah. just played thirteen straight, so hopefully they're resting, enjoying their day off, and uh, get back to business tomorrow against the Phillies. Yep, Strider tomorrow. Hopefully he can bounce back. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely be watching. So um, yeah, if you made it this far listening, we really really appreciate it, and we will see you next week with another episode.